0: From the Center for War Studies at the University of Southern Denmark, I am Paul Røren, and this is The War Pod. In this episode, I talked to Jeppe Teilskov Jakobsen about a recent article of his on the puzzling public use of US cyber weapons against ISIS in Iraq and Syria. In the article, Jeppe and his co-author Jens Ringsmose argue that cyber weapons are normally best kept a secret as their efficiency depends on opponents being unaware of them. Why then did the US military make their attacks on ISIS available to the public? In the episode, Jeppe and I discuss the reasons for this openness as well as the norms of future use of cyber weapons and whether these weapons will be used more openly in the coming years. So, welcome, Jeppe. Thank you. How do you feel being on this podcast? It's a great honor it's being uh, here. as
1: one of the first ones here. It's always a great honor to start a, yes. start a new success story.
0: Have you ever done anything on radio, podcasts, or something like that? A little bit. Do a you enjoy bit. the
1: medium? I enjoy the medium. I have yeah. podcasts in my ears all the time when I bike and in the train. So uh, mm. I really enjoy podcasts. It's a great
0: medium. Uh, Jeppe's research deals mainly with international security cyberspace. Yet has also worked in the permanent representation of Denmark in the EU, uh, and as a cyber coordinator inside the Danish Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Um, He also has a strong interest in psychoanalysis, uh, is partially trying to apply a little bit of Jacques Lacan. I know this, I don't know if he wants me to talk about this. And his four fundamental types of discourse in the case of cybersecurity, is that right? That is what my PhD is Exactly. About. Yeah. So, um, the article we're trying to talk a little bit about today mm. is called Cyberbombing ISIS. Uh, why disclose what is better kept a secret, mm-hmm. question mark. And that is written by you and Jens Ringsmusse uh, and is published in the journal Global Affairs. So, um, you write that, and you started off by saying that so the puzzle here is that the U.S. U.S. has invested a lot of money. Mm-hmm. How much money, more or less, uh, during the course of the last ten well, years? Well, just, just
1: just just the last, like in cybersecurity, uh, like it is depending on how you define yeah. it. But but, but record breaking. But, but, I mean, but yeah, no, it's it's without comparison. Yeah, you have exactly. seven billion in in the last year on cybersecurity. Yeah. So so I'm just.
0: This is a huge investment. Absolutely. Um, and 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 this, but the fact that it uses cyber weapons against ISIS mm. is not a surprise, you argue. But when the Obama administra- administration is specifically publicly announced that the U.S. is is doing this, why specifically was, was it such a surprise? What kind of specific advantage would you have from keeping an attack towards ISIS specifically hidden? Is that you
1: have this there's a huge there's a big similarity between intelligence gathering and cyber attack mm. so let's say ninety percent of the, the process of developing a cyber weapon is the same you do intelligence wise so getting access is the hardest part developing a tool that gets you access to a system is the hardest part for the most part of course so you have this and, as I said in the beginning, if you use a cyber weapon, you lose the cyber weapon. but you you also risk losing intelligence gathering capability. So what surprised me was we had this we had this huge debate about like we will never use these cyber weapons also, because we will lose intelligence. Because it's very nice to just we can tap into ISIS com- communication, command and and control. Because we if we're in the system, we need to be in the system to destroy the systems with cyber attacks. But we we're, we're in in the systems, we got all this great intelligence of how when are they going to do what and how are they planning. But if we're going to destroy the command and control systems, mm-hmm. then we don't get that intelligence. And if they have just a an, if they have an IT guy in Syria and Iraq. I don't know if they have, it, mm. if they had that. But if they had, he could just do forensics there, mm. figuring out. Okay, we need to just update the system, which is fairly easy. You buy a new router, you, you buy a new system, and then the um, cyber command or the NSA, they have to start all, all all over, finding the vulnerability, get access, developing the exploitation tool, <laughs> and start exfiltrating, or just dis- or destroying or disrupting. Yeah. So. It is not necessarily always a good idea to use cyber weapons. yes yeah, exactly. And, and that surprised me. But on the other hand, as I looked into <laughs> it, it, it kind of made sense.
0: the article and this is what a good article should do and this is a good article because it goes very so this this is the puzzle here's the big why is this so we don't know what the hell is going on here Um, and yet then you come up with a good answer I think for why the US chose to actually publicly announce these things Um, and you say that there are about four overarching reasons Mm. why the Obama administration openly and willingly Mm declared that it was using cyber attacks against ISIS. Could you t- tell us step by step <coughs> what sure. these sort of four reasons are? So starting a bit t-
1: bit prior to that question is that it is difficult to to figure out. Is in it, it is it is not proven those four reasons. I we re- we state in the article. Yeah. Because it is difficult to get people to confirm. Because cyber is still, even though they came out and said that they were cyber bombing ISIS, a culture of secrecy around cyber weapons. So it is talking to people, speculating. It's, it is getting people to say, what do they unconsciously think will happen, mm. and making those the reasons. So there are four reasons uh, we have uh, identified. One of them, the first one, is that if you spend so much money on cyber weapons, you need to actually prove that you that taxpayers' money is worth it, mm-hmm. that you use all this money that you get, and Obama apparently from a leaked, a leaker, another one, um, said that he demanded to show something from all the money that mm-hmm. he put into the cyber command, because you have a Cyber command is six thousand people.
0: So, w- so was this? So was this sort of an? Uh, A political move in many ways in order to to raise I don't know recognition for the Obama administration or was it some other it is it's difficult to say
1: personally I understand Obama in a sense that I give a lot of money to this new tool and if you can't show me you can not use it in the fight that we're fighting Mm. why on earth would I put more money in it so I understand getting the NSA director which is also head of Cyber Command into my my Oval Office and say hey you get this thing up and running. Yeah. And what do you do as a head of Cyber Command? You say, we need to, where can we use it? Well, mm. we can use it against an enemy that everybody hates. Okay, sure. So, and, and that's that that's the one explanation that mm-hmm. I found uh, and also found resonance in, among some of the yeah. lower people talking about, thinking that that must have been the reason. So 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 domestic policy and audience
0: yeah. is definitely part mm-hmm. of this. Tell me, talk a little bit about the other sort of reason why. So the the second one, and it ties to the fact that what they came out saying in
1: the administration was not that, that, that much on the actual content of the operations. It didn't really change their capabilities necessarily, because maybe ISIS, they they, they made a a judgment call saying ISIS cannot dissect this malware and and figure out how to change it. They don't have the human capacity to actually understand what is going on. And also trying to instill doubt in the other. Mm. Because, and I think that's a contribution, I'm, 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 I'm trying, a small contribution, I'm trying to make to the literature on cyber deterrence, mm. which is a huge yeah. discussion. It is the fact that deterrence works or can work if the other part has no idea what you are able to do. And it, it actually turns things on its head. Yeah. Because usually you, you, when you talk about deterrence, you say deterrence. And you, you, you make a reference to Dr. Strangelove yeah, yeah. and say, if you, if you don't know the other has a doomsday mach- mach- machine that can destroy you, then you're not deterred. Yeah. What I'm trying to hint at here is that if the other is in doubt, knows that you are really, really capable, but in doubt whether you're just in their system, and that you just, maybe you're just the man in the middle. So yep. you send, them co- make a, fo- send them a text message or send an email to your fighters on the ground or, in, or a phone call. And you say, we strike tomorrow at noon. And you're a man in, in the middle, the US in the man in the middle saying, no, 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 S- just change to at l- one o'clock. Then you have all these you know, uncertainties. Yeah, absolutely. And that doubt and uncertainty. If you actually under like if you think that the other part is in your system and you're uncertain, you might even be paralyzed, yeah and that could be one of the reasons why you think okay this is not this is not a huge risk because what the best case scenario is that They don't even know what to to do. You had this exercise in the 90s, in the the late 90s, in the U.S., a cyber exercise. Mm. It was actually just a regular exercise, but they added a cyber component to it, where after an hour, the the commander, who was supposed to actually defend and counter-attack, he had no idea what was going on. He had no idea what was up and what was out, what capabilities was working, what was not working, all these kinds, of, all due to cyber attacks. So the, the, the thing is, if they know that the US is in their critical infrastructure, they don't know whether the missiles they have are going to fail when they, when they use them. Mm-hmm. So that is going to delay at least yep. some of the,
0: or, or at least give it a sort of a, a, a hesitation, exactly, right? Yeah. To, because if we then attack mm. and the U.S. might be in our system mm. somehow, then we might really feel the force, sort of mm. say, uh, of, of U.S. Exactly, cyber yeah. weapons, right? It's
1: going to be a lot harder to make that rational calculus. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is like that? Get that. Playing, playing out scenarios. What if I do? If I press this button, what happens? And yeah. if you always, press the first button you you press. You have no idea what, what it actually, <laughs> what's what's actually going to, to yeah. do. Then yeah. it's going to be hard to figure out if we're going to win that battle. No. Uh, um,
0: so, so that was number that was, two. that was number two. Yeah. That was number two. Yeah. And we have two to go. Talking about the reasons why the U.S. would want to disclose that it is running a cyber activities towards ISIS. Mm. So the third
1: one is um, I call it signaling to third parties because of the culture of secrecy around cyber weapons. It's also really hard to actually display cyber weapons. Mm. It's really hard to, to to tell other people that listen. We have a capability and we're ready to u- like we're ready to use it. Because, what, what, what do you do with um, nuclear weapons or missiles in, in, in general? Just look to North Korea. They have parades, right? They, they just put them all on display. They make test, test runs and say, now we have it, so respect us. Mm. But that's hard to do in, 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 in cyberspace for, for the reason we've talked about. For, for the lose and, use and lose capability mm. it is. Yeah. So, how do you do it then? All right. You, this is a good chance. It's an enemy we all hate. We we show that we're willing to use it and that we actually disrupt c- communication. At least that was the um, intention. It actually proved to be difficult to get in the effect they wanted. Mm. But that's another story. Mm. But the intention of signaling to Russia and China that we have integrated, now integrated. Cyber into our operational planning. Mm. It is better to show than than tell. So this is the third reason, and it, it ties to the other reason. It ties to the reason of uh, the other reason of deterrence. It ties to the the, the signalling to to the domestic audience. Yeah. So signalling to domestic audience and signalling to third parties that we spend money and we know how to spend money and we know how to u- use the capability we've spent all the money on. That's the third reason.
0: I, uh, a quick follow-up to the, on this uh, uh, and in the article you talk about mainly about signaling p- to p- political um, adversaries some some but but is it also what do you think is is it also a signal to potential allies and allied and and does that have a, a positive effect to actually signal this or does it have a negative effect what do you think or is it more or less neutral um, I it, it could have a positive effect
1: yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm just
0: Pure so, um, speculation. No,
1: yeah, no, It, it because it, it it just made me think, because I haven't really looked at it into an, an allied perspective. But I think when I look, this is a year and a half later, and look how the debate is going in terms of NATO, how we speak about um, cyber capabilities or cyber effects in, in NATO. NATO is not going to build any offensive cyber capabilities at all. That's not going to happen. But what has changed is that now we talk about cyber capabilities in operational planning, that we need to get cyber into NATO operational planning. Mm. We need to be able to 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 offer effects as member states saying in an operational setting we need to get this this, this command and control um, hub, which is which happened to be in a hospital. We need to get that not working at noon tomorrow yeah. who can provide that effect. Yeah, exactly. And the UK or Denmark or whoever, y- the US could say, I could provide that effect. Yeah. And that discussion comes from, I think, from the more open, open discussion about offensive cyber yeah. capabilities that this, this incident was the first example of. That's right. So the, 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 the fourth ties to, to the other uh It's about international norms, because what has happened for almost a decade now is that a group of countries with the US at the front seat have tried to create international norms for state behavior in, in cyberspace, especially when it comes to military and defense behavior. Um, and it's really really hard to, and has proven really really hard, to sit down Russia China and the US and agree on norms and international legal frameworks one way to 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 do something else than that and still create norms is by showing how it is supposed to be used and this particularly particular use against ISIS shows how the US is, or at least the articulation around it, say that, okay, we, we, we do this in, instead of bombing, instead of killing civilians, we do it um, to, to get the effect without collateral damage. And so we follow the principle of proportionality and, and discrimination in, in international law to actually show that this is the norm that we want to promote in the use of force with cyber capabilities and then push that agenda through their practices and and, and get that norm promoted um, because then they can say next time Russia or China does something the US doesn't like, say, well, if, if we use it in this way, you're using it in, in, in that way and then try to convince uh, first allied countries that this is the right way of going about using offensive cyber capabilities or cyber capabilities in the defense or, or in, in the military instead of doing espionage or yeah. information campaigns and all this kind of stuff that that the Russia and China combine combines with cyber capabilities right mm. so so that's that's the fourth one, and it is not as clearly articulated among policy experts in the us but the more legal the reason I, I put it in we put it in this article it was also because among the legal scholars or the the, the the legal public servants, this was the hope, at least. They didn't have necessarily a say, but that pushing them to reflect on what could come out of this decision to go out and publicly disclose mm. that they're dropping cyber bombs, they seemed to articulate that, oh, this this could be. Hopefully that down the road this could actually set some kind of precedence mm. for how to use offensive cyber capabilities in military operations
0: What is a good norm with regards to cyber weapons is that what is it, and for whom is it a good norm, mm-hmm. right? Because you talk about mainly about the U.S. and, and U.S. promoting some sort of norms that would, I, I assume, would benefit the U.S. in the long run somehow. So, so essentially, what is a, a good norm to you, and and how does that sort of differ from uh, a, a very American point of view?
1: Of of, of course, it is, is the, the norms that the U.S. wants to promote. Are the norms that that make cyber weapon just another weapon in the toolbox, which means that all the international legal norms and international law that as we know it uh, is applicable to, mm. to, to cyberspace as yeah. well. But of but of course, some of the, some other states who think like, well, this inter- this legal regime has benefited the West, mm. and so why? Like we don't we want we have this chance now because we have this new new domain to actually try to reconstruct some norms to our benefit. So of course, that's what they're doing and that's what they're trying to do. Mm. Um, and and that is seeing, for example, in the case of China, cyber, cyberspace as a threatening domain also because it is undermining to internal stability mm. and as a tool to bridge the gap mm. in terms of trying to steal some good ideas from the US trying to to control its own networks m- way more stringent than 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 the u.s mm. their private networks um and also just bridge the gap
0: yeah.
1: and, and and so they don't want to be tied by the usual norms yeah. and saying okay if 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 you're military you're not allowed to use cyber weapons and, unless you follow these 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 principles and I understand that. It's, it's not like, I don't think it's that sophisticated a question no. if, if you look at different states and, mm. and different interests in terms of how they, they, they see themselves in the world. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So, overall, trying to sum it a little bit up. So, do you think that the US actually got more out of its cyber activities towards ISIS than what it normally would have if it kept it secret?
1: If we let me answer the questions this way. This way, I don't think the United States got very much, very much effect in terms of effect on the ground. Yeah. Out of it, that's what I hear. They're yeah. just like that. This, this was, this was just, yeah, whatever. We, we just got it out of the shadows. That was, that was nice, and we just, but it, it didn't have any effect, because what they said they were doing, was that, yeah, we had disrupt command and control disrupt websites, disrupt um, payment to fighters, disrupt propaganda, these things, it didn't really, like, they they can't necessarily prove that much effect from it. So, I think when it comes to operational effect, it didn't do anything. And I think that's a lesson also, that maybe cyber weapons are not this. They're not going to be this magical bullet that changes conflict. It is—it's a, a tool in the toolbox that we could we could take take out, if we can't, within the principles of international law, target an enemy, in a hospital, mm. for example. Yeah. But we could do it with a cyber attack without harming civilians. Mm. That's a good tool, but it's not this magical tool that turns off all the 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 the, the light. It's not a tool for terrorists necessarily. Because it is difficult, and it, it doesn't say boom. There's, there's no blood, necess- necessarily, of yeah. course, or at least in the first order. Yeah.
0: So so so, so, yeah. so so tied into to to all of this, if you were to look into your crystal ball, uh, where do you see sort of the US cyber strategy going in the future? Do you see more of these kind of openly disclosed situation or more covert operations? What do you think? I th- I think there
1: are probably going to be more. And also because what is going on in the U.S. right now is they're in the process of splitting the NSA and the Cyber Command. Mm. When I talk to people from the Cyber Command, they're so frustrated by the fact that the big brother, NSA, they, every time they go out and say, yeah, we have this tool for this particular situation. Mm. We want to use it. Can we use it? And then the NSA says, no, no, no because you're, you're exploiting vulnerabilities in Windows operating systems or whatever it is mm. that we use to, ga- to gather this fantastic intelligence. This is like f- fishing with dynamites. That, that, that's a usual saying when they have really nice vulnerability that just <laughs> get all this good stuff about terrorists, you know, Samsung yeah. TVs, they can, <laughs> they can just look through the camera and that's really nice. But if the cyber command just uses it mm-hmm then they can't use it anymore because then Samsung will figure it out or Windows will figure it out yeah. and they will fix the vulnerability. And then you can't fish with Dynamite any, anymore. So, but in the process of splitting those two organizations, the, 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 the Cyber Command will have more autonomy in terms of taking that decision anyway because that's what they want. Yeah. So, and that's going to be more openness because what, what, what's different between the NSA and the Cyber Command is the Cyber Command, they like when it say, mm-hmm. says boom. But the NSA likes when it's kept secret yeah so f- to answer your question I think it's going to to change we're going to see more uses but also more realistic uses yeah. and we'll get closer to how it's actually going to what kind of weapon it's going to be and I think that's only natural for a new weapon right that I- in in the first years we have we have all these imaginary scenarios and we t- part of the part of the, the group of scholars and uh, thinkers and tech tech technicians say, this is a stupid weapon, it's a bad weapon, and the rest say, oh, this is going to, to to change warfare and change the world and everything. And it's always somewhere in in the middle. That's and true. I think we, we're going to find that ground within the next 10 years. Yeah. And we see more cyber strategies, we see more processes in NATO and in small countries like Denmark on how actually to incorporate, and we'll figure out that maybe we're not going to use it that much, and all the money that we spend, spend in 2015, 16, 17, to 25 or whatever on on hackers, mm. we will we'll,
0: we'll reach a level where it is going to match what we can actually use it for. It's utterly fascinating and everybody should read it. And I think you're really on to something big uh, and especially so. some of these concepts here. I also think you can develop a lot further. So anyhow, uh, I would like to thank you a lot for coming. It's been uh, very fun. I hope you had fun as well. I had fun, and I hope you would come again of when course. something new is published, yes. and you will like, share we're with all about of us. about
1: some hy- some hysteria and perversion. Oh, that would be. Oh, cool. let's do
0: that. That that sounds <laughs> like that's our next talk. I think <laughs> I should be. All right. Uh, see you. See you.